Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, my co-host, Tom Walker. And we have another weekend's slice of football in action to sink our teeth into and pick out the betting highlights from across the Premier League, the Championship, and this week, the FA Cup second round. I do like the FA Cup second round. Um, the podcast is sponsored as ever by our friends at Quiff, and you can get yourself a bet £10, get £30 surprise bet uh, if you sign up with the code you'll find in the podcast show notes or on our social media. Well, Tom, I don't know where else to start other than the heartache of of last week's pomproof treble, which was extraordinary how it didn't win, really. Yeah, this, this has got to be a podcast first. Um I mean, combined, our team scored 14 goals across the three uh, and conceded one. Uh, Sorry, and conceded two. And that was enough for the pod to fail. More on that later on, but bloody Mm. hell. It was uh, one of the worst ones we've had. And uh, we're hitting the post a lot, Tom. Uh, Three in a row now, we've lost by one team. So I Mm -hmm. feel like... Um, getting back to winning ways is is around the corner because before that we went on a on a cracking streak, didn't we? So uh, it's the Midas touch is uh, is around the corner, I think. Yeah, we're we're definitely there or thereabouts, and hopefully with this week's treble, we'll be back in that winners enclosure. Um, but yeah, we're going to go through the Premier League, Championship, and the FA Cup as I as I mentioned. Um, all odds we read out on the show today are going to be taken from Quiff.com. Remember to supercharge your bets with Quiff, the only website where you can get supercharged and a standard bet can get insanely boosted odds. So Brentford are currently 1.42. If you bet with Quiff and you bet on Brentford on a single or any market, really, there's a chance that that could change to 2.42, 10.42. That is the fun of betting with Quiff. Please do check them out, help support the pod as well. Um, but without any further ado, we'll dive straight into the content that everyone wants to hear. And it's Saturday Premier League action. And I've got to be honest, it starts off with three three o'clockers. And from a betting proposition, I'm not overly enthused. Um, we've got Arsenal at home to Wolves. Arsenal very short at 1.25. Is there any angle you'd, you'd get from from this game or move on? No, there is an angle. Uh, Wolves have scored in five of their last six visits to the Emirates. Uh, annoyingly, the last time they didn't score there was last season. So, but that's okay. Uh, five of the last six, they've managed to uh, score there. So, yeah, maybe we'll go for Arsenal to win and both teams to score, um, or both teams to score. Something, something where we are getting Wolves in on the act, because I think ultimately we all expect Arsenal uh, to get that win, especially after a, a comfortable Champions League uh, night. Yeah, very comfortable, wasn't it? Uh, Brentford Luton, Brentford 1.42, short as you'd expect, Luton 5.20. Um, nothing particularly for me here. I don't really trust Brentford enough, to be honest, at, at 1.42. No, uh, but I do like both teams to score, uh, which is 1.9. I think we've seen. Uh, Brentford against the big teams in particular uh, deploy a low block. Uh, I think they'll go after Luton. I think the home crowd will demand it. Uh, And I think we've seen with Luton that they are growing into the Premier League season. They're getting better every single week. 
Uh, they've got some goal threats from from set pieces out wide. Uh, obviously, Carlton Morris started the season off great. Uh, both teams to score for me, 1.9 is the price mm-hmm. on that one. Okay. Um, and then the final three o'clock, Burnley against Sheffield United. I, I was looking at this game, and because these are two teams who currently occupy 18th and 20th in the division, just nine points gained between them. So obviously having really bad starts, I... I like the look of under 2.5 here at 1.8. I already already feel, even though we're just in in December by the the time this game comes around, but it's already like one neither team will want to lose, um, considering how badly they're both playing. Statistically, nothing backs that up. Um, Burnley haven't kept a clean sheet for, for nine consecutive games. Sheffield United, no clean sheet for 10 consecutive games. So they are... You know, defensively, two very poor teams that have been involved in games with lots of goals, but that's usually because they've had lots of goals scored against them rather than them being on the score sheet much. So, yeah, I think this could be a very cagey affair. And the longer it goes on without there being a goal, I think that the better and better that's that under 2.5 is going to look because if there's an early goal, it could turn into a bit of a shootout and it could be whatever score, but yeah. The longer it goes on without a goal, the tighter it's going to be and the less both teams will want to lose, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do have a slight eye on Sheffield United um, as the outsiders here. I think when we have a look at both uh, both clubs at the moment, Sheffield United ever so slightly, and I mean ever so slightly, uh, playing a bit better than Burnley. And obviously Burnley at home with that 0% record, lost every single one at home. The pressure's all going to be on them. And I think uh, just the way that company wants to play, uh, I think the um, the home crowd will, will put some pressure on Burnley to go out and and uh, and take the game to Sheffield. Wouldn't be going anywhere near Burnley at the no. price they, uh, they're no, at, no to joke. be honest with you. Absolutely um, nowhere near. <laughs> Let's look at the 5.30 Forest Everton because I think from a betting proposition we both kind of like different things from where we've spoken about this before off air um i think everton are a decent bet here at 2.4 at forest really worry me at the moment i i hope i'm wrong i i really hope we get three points but the fact we've conceded at least two goals in four of the last five games worries me and the fact that everton are very much a team who are going to look to get balls into the box um you know crosses, free kicks, corners, danger from set pieces. We're just so, so bad defensively at that kind of thing at the moment. The amount of sloppy defensive errors we've conceded from set pieces and crosses recently is is frightening. So to think that's probably going to be Everton's main point of attack and we're really susceptible to it really concerns me. Two points on the Forest game for me. Uh, number one, I think every time that Forrest and Steve Cooper backed into a corner and there's pressure and there's rumours about Coops, um, he come out today saying that he would have to be dragged out of the club, kicking and screaming. Um, and, you know, he hopes that Forrest continue to have managers who care just as much as he do. Now, why is Coops saying that? Ask yourself, why is he saying that? He's getting the crowd riled up. And every time Forrest get backed into a corner like this, they come out swinging and they tend to do well. Now, when I say do well, that's one thing. 
I'm completely with you, Tom, uh, in terms of balls into the box, etc. cetera. Uh, Willy Bolly is the key for me. Uh, if I don't see Willy Bolly in that starting lineup, whether Forrest play five at the back or four, uh, four obviously exposes him uh, in terms of his mobility. Uh, five kind of puts us on the back foot at home, which the fans aren't going to like. So I wonder what Coops will do. Um, but if Bolly's playing, I'll feel a lot better about those high balls. If he's not playing, then you're spot on. Uh, it could be an absolute field day for Everton. I'm going to go, I know it's a bit weird, but I'm going to go for draw and both teams to score. Uh, not something we often tip, but it's 4.33. I can. I cannot see Forrest keeping a clean sheet. I cannot see Forrest not scoring. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, to all it was last year, wasn't it? This, this same fixture. So yeah, if it was a yeah, it, was. It, it wouldn't entirely surprise me. Um, anything you want to look at from Newcastle, Man U, or shall we move into Sunday? It's pretty scary going uh, going for either of these teams at the minute, and that Newcastle completely riddled with injuries, and and Man U, the informed team in the league, in commas, and mm. still throwing away leads in Turkey. So who knows? <laughs> Uh, let's move to Sunday then. Chelsea against Brighton kicks us off with one of four two o'clock kickoffs. Um, once again, going to go back to something that we successfully threw out on the pod last week, and that's both teams to score. The price is quite short, 1.52, but it's 17 consecutive Brighton games in the Premier League that have been both teams to score now. So it's a good stat. We'll keep rolling with it, keep hopefully profiting from it. Um, nothing else for me to say on this particular game, though. No, we'll move into the Liverpool game, Liverpool-Fulham, which is, again, at that same time slot. 2.2 uh, is my tip. Is Liverpool to win and both teams to score? No. Um, for me, Fulham are by far and away the worst team going forward, um, apart from Sheffield and Fulham, in the league. Um, they they really struggle to find the back of the net, in particularly away from home. Um, away from home, they've actually only managed six goals in seven games uh, this season. At home, it's not much better. They've scored seven in six, uh, meaning that they've scored just 13 goals uh, this season. And then uh, defensively, um, they've let in 22 I can't imagine Fulham going to Anfield and finding the back of the net. Uh, Liverpool at Anfield has been pretty automatic. Um, in the Premier League, uh, they are, you actually have to go back five home games uh, and since the last time the, the Liverpool conceded a Premier League goal at Anfield. So, uh, yeah, Liverpool and no. OK, cool. And uh... better of the weekend, Claxon. Oh, Claxon. Uh, I love the Claxon. Let's yes, go. Claxon. The most entertaining fixture in the Premier League is back. West Ham against Crystal Palace. Low key, I think. Uh, very, very entertaining. These guys have had 10 consecutive games, both teams to score. Um, Palace haven't kept a clean sheet against West Ham for 18 consecutive games. So, uh, really struggle against the Hammers. Um, both teams to score. I think is is pretty much a sure thing uh, based on recent historical form, at least. That's 1.75. My bet of the week is going to be for over 2.5 and both teams to score. 
at 2.2. Um, that's landed in the last five consecutive games, in seven of the last eight games. Um, they've been playing some real, real ding-dong classics. You know, the last five games, 4-3-2-1-3-2-2-2-3-2. You know, these two teams meet and there's goals galore every game. Yeah, and they're moving in, Tom, to Man City, Tottenham. I think uh, Tottenham riddled by injury, squad depth exposed. Uh, I think it's fair to say we expect a, a Man City win. Yep, I agree. Yeah, Man City to get the win here. 1.25. Short, 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 though. Mm, very. Um, right, let's move into the championship then, shall we? Do you want to get us kicked off with, with who you like in the champ? Yeah, I got a bit of a low-key one. Uh, not one that kind of leaps off the page. Sorry, I've just lost the bloody price on it. Uh, and at one point five two, bloody hell, it is tight for what we're what we're back in. You know, we're back in Birmingham to beat Rotherham. Birmingham one win their last six. Uh, Rotherham have a one in their last six, but it's basically home form against <laughs> away form now. I'm not focusing as much on Birmingham's home form, which reads well. But a lot of that, obviously, was under John Eustace. We're having a look at Rotherham. Um, they're still managerless right now. They played nine, won zero, drew one, lost eight, scored four, conceded 25, with a goal difference of minus 21. Listen, I wish it wasn't Birmingham that they were playing this weekend on the road because I'm not exactly excited about the Blues. Uh, but Rotherham on the road. Road is is almost an automatic uh, defeat before a ball is kicked. To be honest with you, it's it's pathetic. Okay, um, wasn't yeah, you're right. It wasn't particularly one that I was looking at. I don't really know if I trust Birmingham to be honest at the moment, as bad as Rotherham are. But yeah, um, see how they get on. I, we actually should have called them Wayne Rooney's Birmingham. You've made a little... oh sorry, Wayne Rooney's Birmingham. <laughs> My bad. I'm going to get sued for not using the proper name. Yeah. Uh, one at a bigger price that I like is Plymouth at home to Stoke. I don't know why, really, that Stoke are 2.3 favourites here. Plymouth 2.5 outsiders at home. Uh, Plymouth have been generally pretty good at home, much, much better at home than they, than they have been away. Uh, this season, in the league, they've won four of their eight home games, drawing one, losing three. So it's a, generally a very good record. Um, in the last seven home games, they scored at least two goals on five occasions. So they do tend to score a fair few. And Stoke on the road, just, and in general, to be honest, are just a bit meh. Um, they've won two games away from home in nine of Stoke. So not a particularly great away record. Um, not scoring tons of goals either. They've only scored two goals across the last four championship games, home and away. I just think this Plymouth side, who have uh, who have good form for scoring lots of goals um, at home, can beat this this kind of meh Stoke side if, who conceded four to QPR in midweek. Really, mm. okay. We'll move into Sunderland. Uh, they're a team that I like. They are away at Millwall this weekend. Two point three seven. For the Black Cats, uh, Tom, would you say the Den is a hashtag tough place to go? 
mm, tradition. Myth mythical tough place to go, I think, maybe now. Yeah, <laughs> mythical because they've lost six of nine at home this season. They've only won two. Now, of course, again, um, Joe Edwards can't be blamed for what's been and gone. Um, you know, he's only taken charge of three matches so far. Uh, a 4-0 win against Sheffield Wednesday. By all accounts, they weren't that impressive that day. 3-0 uh, at home to Coventry. And then 3-1 uh, um, away at Ipswich. So two defeats in a row, conceding three goals both times. I just think it's a drastic style change for what they're going for. And Joe Edwards is going to take a bit of time. And Sunderland aren't exactly you know, firing on all cylinders at the moment, but they have won a third of their games on the road and they do have players capable of winning any match. Jack Clark, one of the best players in the league so far, that centre midfield of, uh, of Neil and Bellingham is is absolutely delicious. Uh, Dan Ballard as well stepping into it. They've got a lot of attacking talent. I can see Sunderland going there and getting a win over a, a Millwall in transition and kind of shedding its skin. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep, I can see that one. Um, would you be interested in a bet that has landed uh, in seven consecutive games? Oh, yes, please. Actually, I'm doing it in injustice, eight consecutive games. Well, now I'm even more interested. <laughs> um, it's Ipswich to score three or more goals in their game at home to Coventry. Now, I know you're a Coventry fan. And I know they have improved recently, and I know I can I can hear you and see you going mm, not so sure anymore. But Ipswich at home in the Championship are unstoppable at the moment. They have scored at least three goals in eight consecutive home league games. Like what? That's like a ridiculous rate of scoring, and they're doing it consistently week in week out. Um, it doesn't seem to matter the kind of form that the opposition's on, you know, they, they come to Portman Road and, and Ipswich just go bang, 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 bang. Go, 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 go. <laughs> and they just turn it on. Um, they've won seven home games in a row, as you'd expect, kind of with that kind of scoring form. But yeah, you know, in their last in their last um, eight games, they've scored three against Millwall, Swansea, Plymouth, Preston, Hull, Blackburn, Leeds and Cardiff. So... You know, yeah. sticking with the trend. And it's a good yeah. price. It's did I even say the price? No. It's two point eight five. Yeah. Uh it's a delicious price. It really is. Uh and yes, you describe me as a Coventry fan. Uh I I just see I just like to point out what I see, which is one of the best managers in the EFL that deserves a Premier League job, littered with players good on the transition and smart recruitment year in, year out. Coventry are making a march towards the playoffs. Um, let's not have short memories. Uh, these were playoff finalists last year. Mm -hmm. Show some respect. Yeah, but they're, they're without Hamer and Giocaris, who are a big part of that. Yeah, but I know what they've you recruited. They've I know recruited. What you I know what you Leave mean. them alone. <laughs> uh, any more that you want to mention? No, and I don't know about you, but I don't have anything in League One. There's one game that has somehow slipped through the, the FA Cup cracks, um, which is Northampton-Portsmouth. So I think we're 
we're into FA Cup territory, are we not? We've been been League One off for this week, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's look at the FA Cup because there's. I do like this round. You know, the FA Cup first round, second round, third round. You know, when we get a lot of the teams from the lower leagues still in there, mixing with teams from the EFL, I, I love it. Um, there's some fixtures I really like the look of this week from a betting perspective. Um, a couple of games on Friday night in the FA Cup: York, Wigan, not Shrewsbury. Anything there for you, or shall we go into Saturday? Yeah, the Shrews, um, three point six. I think that's a crazy price, in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, they're looking. We're looking at a mid-table League One club here uh, against the Notts County team, who are by far and away one of the best teams in League Two for sure. But they have struggled, Tom, in these like big games against the better teams. Mm-hmm. And you know, when the focus is really on them and it comes down to it, they they have struggled. And this goes back to the National League days as well. You know. Um, they lost quite a few of those like really big ding dong affairs that they really yeah. needed to win. Um, so yeah, Shrewsbury for me at three point six. I mean, it's the FA Cup. Uh, we must say, you know, uh, this tip and all tips. Team news is absolutely everything with FA Cup tips. Um, but yeah, Shrewsbury at three point six. That's tasty for me. Yeah, you're absolutely right to say about um, team news as well because. You never know with the cup and the rotation, but you'd like to think teams would be 80% first team. With it being a Saturday, you know, a a potentially money-spinning tie on the horizon in the third round, you'd like to think they'd go fairly strong. Um, I think so, yeah. But yeah, yeah, to be fair, I didn't really clock that price for Shrewsbury when I was looking through it. And you are right to point it out. It's It's a good price. Um, let's look at Saturday then um, we can start off with Bolton let's uh, let's start with Bolton because they're very short uh, they're 1.38 at home to Harrogate they should definitely get a win here for me Bolton one of the form teams or probably the form team now across the football league now that Stockport's winning streak has ended um, Bolton no losses in nine consecutive games they've not conceded a goal either in seven consecutive games before their 0-0 draw to Oxford in midweek, they'd won eight games in a row as well. So this is a Bolton side who have moved to the top of League One, flying high, uh, in fantastic form, not conceding goals. And it's a real, real tough ask for Harrogate here to come to uh, the University of Bolton Stadium. Hoping it's still called that. <laughs> Apologies if it's not anymore. Um, Rebot. The Reebok, yeah, geez. They, they've got JJ Kocha playing up front still. Uh, yeah, Bolton, 1.38. You could probably delve into the handicap and all sorts on this one for me. See, see, seasiders, see, see, seasiders. Blackpool, uh, 1.5 to beat Forest Green. Honestly, I know that's not over even money or anything, but it's a, that's a really good price, honestly. It really is. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to have a look at one of the games that features a lower, lower division team. So Hutton, Hutton, Sutton United against Horsham. Uh, Horsham back in the competition after Barnsley got disqualified, um, I believe. So. Yeah. Horsham reinstated. That's right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sutton are at home. They're 1.44 favourites for this one. Horsham, the outsiders at 6.5. But... 
I like the price for Horsham to get a goal at least. So uh, Horsham to score a goal is priced at 1.66. And considering that Sutton haven't kept a clean sheet for 10 consecutive games, nine of the last 10 games across all competitions for Sutton have been both teams to score. I think Horsham can definitely take advantage of that defensive frailty that Sutton have got. Uh, and at least get on the score sheet. Um, they generally tend to score plenty themselves, Horsham. Remember, they scored three away at Barnsley at Oakwell in the FA Cup first round in the first um, game of that tie before it went to the replay. Uh, but yeah, I, I think 1.66 for them to get a goal is a, is a very good price. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm all for it. Uh, let's have a look at. Uh, sorry, two seconds. Let's have a look at um, Chesterfield. So Chesterfield, I think, could get a little cup set going here, Tom. Uh, they're playing against Leighton Orient. I quite like the look of having a little go on Chesterfield. They're two point seven five. They're not that big of a price. Um, you know, regular listeners are, are going to bang their head against the wall because they've heard me say this for years now. But the gap between, you know, the middle to bottom of League Two and the National League is virtually upside down. Uh, mm. These teams in the National League are not uh, as financially constricted. They can spend a lot more money. That's why you saw so many players dropping down to Wrexham and Knotts and Stockport from the EFL because they can offer higher wages without having to put up uh, FFP and all that kind of stuff. And we got Chesterfield here, 11 points clear with a game in hand in the National League. They have been banging on the door for a couple of years now, and it looks like they are on their way to seal a return. And they're playing against a late Orient team, Tom, that are kind of losing their way a little bit. I, I think this is perfect prey for Chesterfield. Chesterfield at home, uh, O's haven't won in the last five. Chesterfield haven't lost any of the last 12 home games. And also Chesterfield haven't lost any of the last three games against the O's. So for me, this is a little bit of a cup set, even though it's not priced the way you would imagine a cup set to be priced. Yep. Okay. Um, jumping back into Saturday, I like Newport at home to Barnet. Newport price at 2.15. Uh, you could probably extend this out a little bit and say Newport's win and both teams to score, which is priced at 3.6. Now, I'm going off very recent form here, but Newport, uh, the killers of Stockport's winning streak, the killers of the bombproof treble last week, which we will come on to very shortly. But, you know, their last two games, win at home to Stockport, very impressive. Win away at Morecambe in, mid in midweek, good result. So they're building a little bit of momentum now. Beat a couple of good sides there. They're back at home again against the Barnet side, who started very well in the National League. Lost their way a bit as well, slightly, in the last few games. They've lost four on the bounce. Uh, conceded four away at Chesterfield. Four at home to Oldham. Three away at Worldstone. Uh, and a couple, away, couple at home to Gateshead as well in the last four games. So they're very leaky. They are... Capable of scoring, though, which is why we're going to go for Newport to win and both teams to score. But yeah, I think either Newport to win at 2.15 or Newport to win and both teams to score. 
just kind of going off the recent form for both of the sides, which is kind of a opposite. Got a proper ding-dong affair, Maidstone United against Barrow, haven't we? Two teams yeah. in form. <laughs> Uh, Barrow haven't lost in 11, winning six in a row. Maidstone haven't lost in any of the last five home matches. Barrow haven't lost in any of their last five away matches. Like These two teams are absolutely flying at the moment. Of course, they are separated by two divisions. Uh, Maidstone United are second in the National League South, and then Barrow are chasing promotion in League 2, kind of against the odds, really, up against those juggernauts of Wrexham and, and Notts County and all those guys. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to go for Barrow uh, at 1.95. Um, my system has just gone down, so I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping, Tom, you can uh, get the price for both teams to score, which is what I was going to read out, but everything has just gone down, my notes at. So you'll have to come in and save the pot. 1.61. <laughs> okay, there we go. One, I can't. I had some stats wrote down. I, there's no point going back to retrieve them. But basically, I think both teams will score. Well, I think Barrow, Barrow will win uh, 1.84. Seven wins in a row across all competitions for Barrow. Um, yeah, they're, they're looking good, I think, for me. Uh, Barrow to win on both teams to score is uh, priced at... 3.3. So it could be a tasty one. One more for me, and I love it when two teams play each other who cannot defend but are capable of scoring goals. This should be a really entertaining FA Cup tie. It's on Sunday. It's Eastleigh against Reading. Um, eight consecutive Reading games have been both teams to score. Six consecutive Eastleigh games have been both teams to score. Uh, nine of the last 10 Reading games have been over 2.5 goals. And five of the last six East League games have been over 2.5 goals. So you've got, again, East League here, no clean sheet for eight consecutive games. Reading, no clean sheet for nine consecutive games. Look at the goals and the stats between these two mm -hmm. sides. This one's got to be four all or something, hasn't it? <laughs> Both teams to score is priced at 1.56. So it's a little bit short, but I guess considering those stats, um, that's what you might expect. Both teams to score and over 2.5 is 1.86. Nice. Uh, I've loaded up my notes app for no point because I've read out all my tips. <laughs> right. Let's <laughs> go into a recap of last week's treble and we'll uh, bring you this week's treble. Yeah. So regular listeners will know now that we're going to package everything together and put it into a treble. If you're new around here, this is the part where you get your pen and paper out. Uh, we do hope that you put your own research into uh, the treble. Uh, me and Tom spend a lot of time putting our research in, but we're no no means, uh, uh, you know, we don't have all the answers, so make sure that you do your own research as well. Um, but last week, yeah, heartbreaking and just kind of funny, to be honest with you. Uh, Bolton won 7-0 against Exeter. We had Bolton. We had Wrexham. They won 6-0. And then we had Stockport to make history and become the team to win 13 games in a row, uh, which would have been a record. But they lost to Newport 2-1. So absolutely incredible to have a team win 7-0, one win 6-0 and still lose. It was, uh, it was honestly, it made me laugh more than anything. Yeah. 
and of all teams, it was Stockport, wasn't it? That were the team that let it down. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, on to this week's treble. It's an all FA Cup treble. We're going to keep faith in Bolton. They're at home to Harrogate. We're going to go for Blackpool at home to Forest Green and then Barrow away at Maidstone. So that's Bolton, Blackpool, Barrow, the B... Uh, successful travel. Yeah, the the be successful travel. <laughs> yeah, I like it, mate. Um, wait, let me read the price. Let me read the price. That's the worst. Oh. Thing, by the way, I was trying to Im improvise the name off the top of my head and completely failed. Um, yeah, rubbish. Three point seven one is the price. So a ten pound example state would return thirty seven pounds and ten pence. Uh, there's always a chance if you do bet that that bet on that travel with Quiff. You could get quiff, so that 3.71 may turn into something much, much more uh, if it gets supercharged. And remember, a great opportunity to um, take advantage of that bet 10, get 30 offer as well. Yeah, really exciting to be betting with quiff. Uh, we've used it before. Uh, we're using it again now as, as part of the partnership. And it's, it's really fun um, when you put that bet on, just hoping that you get that. That animation is pretty thrilling. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's pretty much it for the show, I think, Tom. Uh, just yep. a little shout-out to followers on social media, T underscore FB podcast. We are getting super close to 3,000 followers there. Uh, so join for midweek Twitter tips, uh, join for the memes, join for the discussion, join for all kinds of uh, football betting content. So, yeah, join us on there. How many times can I say join? Just join. Yeah, so just join. Join. Yeah, just um, join us. And if you have enjoyed the show, please uh, leave a rating or review wherever you listen to the pod. And that reminds me, Tom, um, did we get on anyone's wrapped? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we did. You, you were offering shout-outs I saw on, on Twitter. So we need to give the people the shout-outs. Hey, you're an absolute legend. I completely forgot all about it. So big shout-out to Glenn Coyle. Uh, we were third on his Spotify wrapped. And Paul Savage, we were fifth. Nice. And I was absolutely thrilled with that. That's words. That's buzzing. So if we were yeah, on your Spotify wrapped, let us know and make our day. Yeah. Paul Savage, uh, Glenn Coyle, and I'm sure there's others. Um, but yeah, it was that was really cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you for everybody who has... Uh, listened throughout 2023 i don't know why i'm ending it like that because there's still a month left but yeah there we go um good luck with your bets this weekend uh let us know who you're going for on social media we'd like to get your thoughts as well on who you're going to be back in this weekend and uh, what you think to our selections so yeah go well guys have a profitable weekend and we'll be back next week